0: Welcome to Civil Tension, conversations with contentious intent. We are civil, not polite. We are civil, not politically correct. Civil Tension is a weekly podcast intended to demonstrate that people can engage in difficult, contentious topics of conversation while remaining civil and strengthening the ties that bind, even when we profoundly disagree. Civil Tension can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, Tune In, Listen Notes, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter at Civil Tension, Facebook by joining the Civil Tension podcast group, as well as on our developing Instagram account, Civil Tension, and YouTube channel. To join our mailing list, send a note to CivilTension at gmail.com. Civil Tension is created and produced by me, your host, Peter Galt, and Uh, Still, only brought to you by coffee and breakfast. Although there's no breakfast on this table this (laughs) morning at all, is there? But uh, co-hosts, would you please introduce yourselves? John Guancey. And Tom Sellers. Awesome. And the conversation you're about to listen to may contain language and subject matter some may consider offensive. Can everyone at the table please tell us what happens when you get offended? That'd be nothing. 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 Not a damn thing. And we do have uh, some great conversationalists with us this morning. Could you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Ken Nicholson. Don Severson. Dan Swierk. Awesome. And while we encourage and thrive on contentious, escalated, highly spirited conversation, we encourage our conversationalists to remain mindful of name-dropping the names of people, places, and things may be changed to protect the innocent, not-so-innocent, And of course, mostly ourselves because that's the way it goes and we can launch right into this subject today if you like. What we've decided to talk about is why has it apparently become socially acceptable to mock, ridicule, and even persecute Christianity, yet it remains absolutely unacceptable, even dangerous, extremely dangerous, to treat other belief systems the same. Uh, I'd like to read real quick, just real super quick excerpt of the First Amendment here. Uh, First Amendment, Religion and Expression. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of people to peaceably assemble and to participate, partic- oh, dang it, and to participate. I keep saying, and to, to, to petition <laughs> the government for a redress of grievances petition not partition petition uh, so i didn't read that as nicely and cleanly as i wanted to but yeah, you, you get the idea so why do you think this is um i, I could probably play a bit of devil's advocate uh, here today on this um, but uh Thoughts? Why do you think it's become okay to to make fun of this particular belief system, which is, by and large, I think one of the largest in the United States? Well, it is the nobody. Largest.
1: It is still the largest. It's somewhere around sixty percent, sixty-five percent. Um, it seems to me we we're already into places where my knowledge is not very profound, but it seems to me that uh, The Christian Church has been targeted which I believe it has I agree with that um, Simply because it's the biggest guy in the block and and they want to go after the, the place where the most returns if they manage to do some damage Who is they? Uh, I believe that there's a pretty large faction around <clears throat> that simply looks for anarchy and undermining the traditional Christian church is a certain way to increase anarchy and reduce what we would call social stability, perhaps. That's where I think it comes
2: from. And I kind of, working off of that point, I think that that's where it starts. And in addition to that, we as a country and as a family, narrowing it down to that, have completely gotten away from those things that we found uh, important as younger people, uh, and I think that's pervaded to where we stand socially, which is there are no more rules. You don't have to believe in anything except whatever you want to argue about, whatever you want to yell about, whatever you want to scream about. And and I don't like it. I never have. Uh, and just going to just just expanding on that just a second. I wonder and maybe John, you can help us with this number. How many families these days gather around a meal table in St. Grace? Right. That statistic
3: I couldn't say, but not as a hard statistic, but you're right. The number of people that gather, there two ways you break that down. Mm-hmm. Number one, the percentages of families that actually gather around the dinner table together in the first place, yep. which is diminished. Then those that Pause to give thanks is certainly a fraction of that percentage and I do know that the numbers of those in the first category those who gather around the dinner table at all is well under 40% of families well under I mean probably down in the 20s and those that of the 20% that actually say grace that number is traditionally fully between 45 and 62% over X number of decades so when you consider it to be a percentage of the total aggregate it is actually a very small number. And the, the simple reality is that those families that, that dine together, that break bread together, the family that prays together, they say stays together. And it is true because those who are of that like mind and of one accord have the ability to deal in the topics that confront them not only with civility, but come at it from a real position of truth. Everything else is dust in the wind and simply a matter of opinion. So, I mean,
2: to your question. And and I think think you're a thousand percent right. That's, uh, and and I guess my question coming from that is this, if we are uh, pretty aware that those numbers are true and accurate about what happens to families that stay together, pray together, et cetera, if we know these to be factual, how did it change how, how do we get to where we are today
0: well maybe I can lend a little insight onto sure. that because I think you know this whole the families st- that prays together stays together perhaps mine is the exception to that rule if that is a rule uh, I was raised in the uh, RLDS church reorganized Latter-day saints not to be confused with latter-day saints the Originals, which were Mormons, Um, but uh, and and then even the way I just said that can lead into I think a lot of why this has become socially acceptable. I think (coughs) different theologies of Christianity have created a lot of this acceptability in mocking, poking fun at, possibly even persecuting. It is, uh, you know. I, I grew up in that church my my parents took us to uh, Sunday school every day or not every day I'm sorry every Sunday uh, I remember going to prayer meetings on Wednesday evenings and my grandfather uh, my my mother's father was a uh, high patriarch in that church uh, and that church actually as a matter of fact today as it is no longer exists so It is a faction that split off, created its own setup based in Christianity. And and now today, I think it's called, it, it changed again, calls itself, I think it calls itself the world church, just simply world church. So within Christianity, you have an enormous number of different alignments. You've got Lutheran, Protestant, Catholicism, uh, you've got um, Mormons, LDS, RLDS, which again, technically no longer exists. Then you have a huge amount of what has become known as non-denominational, uh, wherein you have essentially a belief system that often internally you will see, and, and I grew up, oh, we're, we're not Protestants. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're going to what church? Uh, Pentecostal, which again is based in Christianity, but is rather, to an outsider, aggressive. can look very aggressive and, yes. and rather extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to, I remember the first time I went to a Catholic service. Oh. Good God. grief, you guys get up and down an awful lot. <clears throat> you, you, okay, we got to kneel again? Oh, my knees can't take much of this. Um, there is a lot of, in if, if you call... Christianity, a thing as a whole, there is a lot of internal ribbing, and some of it not necessarily good intentioned. I've experienced, uh, you know, one one particular uh, alignment or uh, belief pattern or system, whatever they're they're labeled, even within Catholicism and the different um, uh, regions and. Uh, even the um, different orders within uh, that. Uh, you, I mean, you have the orders of different uh, uh, monks and nuns, and uh, even over in, in England, you've got the Church of England, which is based in Christianity, but was completely, entirely, 100% created by, who, who was he, King Henry VIII, uh, because the Catholic Church wouldn't give him a divorce to a religion that still exists. He just adjusted it, modified it. So you've got. To me, you've got the whole belief system of Christianity, which after 2018 years, because, you know, hey, we based our entire Western calendar on this single event, um, you know, before Christ, uh, B.C. 80, our entire Western calendar is based on the, the, the story of this. But you've got <coughs> an ideology that has to me a huge amount of consistency of not knowing what it is or not in agreeing what it is internally and and I think that's where a lot of this over many many years has has cultivated but now it is very much in your face I, there's probably not a comedian around that you're not going to hear something about some kind of joke, some kind of rip, some kind of, some, I mean, look at, uh, there's an entire musical uh, based on the Mormon religion um, that uh, the creators of South Park made. And, and, and the way it is structured and what it talks about, if you know the story of it, is dead on. It's not incorrect. And uh, so it's, I think there is a lot that people look at and say, well, this is just, this is outlandish. And why on earth would you believe this? I, I, I need to restate the question for my own benefit here. Right what,
1: what is our topic? What's
0: our... The, well, the topic is really a question, which is why is it apparently become socially acceptable to mock, ridicule, and even persecute Christianity? I think the, the uh, one thing I would,
4: would like to say here is that, to give us some historical perspective, if you remember when the, when, uh, the, when Christianity first appeared.
1: I remember that. Okay.
4: Do um, <laughs> you,
5: through your... <laughs> well, he, he was there probably. Um, he wasn't one of the wise men, I'm assuming. I'm, right.
4: I don't think so. But I mean, when, when, uh, when, the, when the sacrifice was made, and, and Christianity, people started getting converted to Christianity. Um, even there were divisions even in the church at that time. Uh, there were a number of different uh, schisms, if you will, uh, from the Roman from the Roman Church, uh, and uh, some of the letters of Saint Paul and some of the letters of uh, Saint Peter uh, speak to these, and the. The thing that that um, uh, I think we have to focus on here is is the social acceptability portion of it. Why is it socially acceptable? It was not. I mean, it was socially acceptable in those days because, well, let's face it, it was a Roman world. They had all these Roman gods, and there were a lot of uh, uh, gods before them. I mean, there were Greek gods before them. There were Macedonian gods before them there were Persian gods before them etc etc so and I mean even the Chinese have their own you know the Chinese and their and the Eastern cultures have their own uh, types of religion Shinto and, and Buddhism and uh, uh, that type of thing in Hinduism and it's a it's a question of it's a question of acceptability now that's my point I don't understand uh, you know we talk about why is Christianity being I guess my question is why is Christianity being singled out that's where I'm coming
0: from and I think that's that's actually uh, again why is it's that's why I labeled this topic this is on Christianity why is it okay because frankly God forbid and no pun intended there but could you um? you don't see the singling out and picking on and mocking and certainly not the persecution of uh, other religions, other belief systems. Mm-hmm. Can, can you imagine what would happen if you did? Why is it? Is it because we have within the Christianity belief set that, it? you know, you turn the other cheek? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody had mentioned that to me the other day. And, well, we, we turn the other cheek because we, we're gracious and we're kind and, you know, we want to reflect and appreciate. And demonstrate God's love to fellow man well to, to what extent is that okay uh, you know even though I am perhaps myself personally not near as much of a believer I, I would probably call myself agnostic at best at the, at this point in time in my life um, not atheist because I, I do believe there's something I just don't know what for sure but if you say something against one group, uh, if, if you're if you're going to make fun of, of Judaism, oh my gosh, you're automatically an anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. Um, you you if you want your head to stay attached to your shoulders, you'd best not say anything negative uh, about Islam or you know any anything along those lines. Uh, why then is it okay? And and also looking over to Africa,
2: they're killing people just because they're Christian.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, And I would say this isn't, this is just, for lack of a better word, our time. Because if you look back in time, if you look back in time, you know, you'd mention, Uh you know, Judaism. Well, Judaism got beat up pretty good during World War II. Actually, I think they make it a
1: full-time career.
2: Yeah. You know, and and I think those, I think there are, are perhaps a smaller number than what was available back then of people that are still on those games are still on those in those groups um, but I think to your point Peter and, and, and the point that I that, that I feel is perhaps we're seeing more of it now because of all this social media maybe that magnifies it tenfold good possibility my problem with it and I don't care what the group is I really don't Why is it okay to pick on any particular group, any particular law, any particular anything? And why is it acceptable, even with the First Amendment, to say anything you like, i.e. walking on the flag, burning the flag? Why is that all okay when it comes to these matters? And why is it so prevalent? Why do we spend so much time on it?
1: Because it's the foundational principles of our country. I, why, why the Christian church happens to be the favorite but of the moment mm-hmm. is something, you know, these things come and go in fads True. And, and I have nothing close to the education it takes to, to analyze where they come from. But for instance, <laughs> when, I, when I went to high school college, late 60s, early 70s, uh, the military was viewed with the same degree of condescension and distrust and outright resistance. And now, for some reason, the military is, uh, and, and our folks in blue in general, are put at a different level of respect. Sure. And I, I believe this is just the, the ebb and flow of, of stuff that happens when there's freedom for it. I do not think, I will not accept for a moment that, the. Uh, Christian Church has earned the the position it's in right now. I, there's stuff wrong there, of course, and in, 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 uh, and but uh, always is right. Nothing new here. Mm-hmm. Right. And if and if you look over history, the degree to which the Christian
5: Church is under attack right now is very moderate. I would say it's, I I agree with you what you said, it's it's part of the bigger picture in my mind, I mean it, you started you touched on the foundations of our country many of the foundational principles of our country have been under attack by the left for a long, long time this happens to be one of them happens to be a pretty large one when, you know, we all, we've heard the phrase based on Judeo-Christian values that's how our country was built whether you like it or not, that's just the reality of it many people don't like that and don't want it to be that way Um, And to me, it's all tied to the breakup of the family. Uh, It is, they don't. I mean, the leftists don't want young people believing in some higher power. They want them to be believing in government. Government is the God to fix problems and to take care of things, not myself or a higher power. And I think it's in that context that it makes it okay. It's like, that's so silly. Why why do you think, you know, I mean, all this talk, well, prayers aren't helping, we gotta take guns away. Because they're saying prayers don't help. Well, that's one of people who don't believe that prayers help. There are people out there who believe that prayers do help because we've experienced it ourselves. Um, but I think it is part of the larger picture of, I mean, it's kind of right out of a lot of the socialist playbook of, you know, tear down these things so that government becomes the solution to all those problems. I just think it's part of that larger picture.
1: All exacerbated by <clears throat> excuse me, the social media skill uh, toolset that lets a very small number of people have a very loud voice. True, true. And the, uh, the, 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 well, uh, the volume of, of uh, stuff going around has nothing to do with how
2: many people believe it. That's a good point. But that's true. a good point, it's magnified.
0: Yeah. Maybe Sweet that you know. is the case and maybe because uh, <coughs> I've seen this and, and maybe this is why, because a number of people after we did the last recording and even on Friday, people were walking out and uh, in fact, you, I think, introduced me to a fellow mm-hmm. out, Paul,
5: mm-hmm.
0: uh, um, and and we had a little bit of a conversation along these lines too. This being the topic of, of that subject, John, you've been going, you have been she letting off steam. That. I keep hearing, I <sighs> can see <sighs> there, there can the hey, water levels, but but you know, not to drive you nuts, but no, you you know where you know where I stand personally. We've had this conversation quite a bit. Sure, um, but. You, Go ahead. I know, that, I know that there's something that uh, you've been looking at there.
3: No, the, I think the, the issue really is this, is that if it was a matter of atheism versus organized religion then that would be something very different. We would see different symptoms within society. And right now we don't. We see very specifically the targeting of Christianity. I think the first thing we have to start with is the fact that it has absolutely nothing to do with Christianity. Right. It starts with our Lord Jesus Christ. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's let's boil it right down that whether a person uh, believes or not based on their experiences people look at their experiences within Christianity or as an outsider of Christianity and they say that doesn't make any sense to me my response is well what does the act of Christianity have to do with the actual sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross conquering the grave for your sin debt? Because you live your life before him and him alone, period under that story. And so people love to look at the um, the crusades, they love to look at the inquisitions, they love to look at Joel Olstein, they love to look at every every Tom, Dick, and Harry to say, well, that is not legitimate. Well, let's peel back the layers of that onion and get right to the heart of it. What does what do the crusades have to do with Jesus Christ? Nothing. Nothing. So let's just strip that excuse away right there. The other issue is this. That because if we've established reasonably that it does have to do with our Lord Jesus Christ and has nothing to do with Christianity, it also, uh, therefore, we can go to Scripture, which is truth, and know what is said there is real. And it does, and Jesus does say, I believe, John 15, 18, that, look, guys, when the world hates you, remember it hated me first. Mm-hmm. This is not a pendulum swing. This is not a pendulum swing. This is not our turn in the barrel. This is not something that is just going to be um, our time to take the beatings this is the fact the world um, christ came into the world and the world did not receive him the light came into the world and through him all things were made and nothing has been made was not made through him and the world did not accept or receive him has rejected the light and the fact that christianity has taken the beating is not the fact that it's taking the beating. Christianity's is taking the beating on the part of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is, the world is persecuting His Church, capital C. And that, that, and this is important because many people don't understand this, is that the Church, capital C, is not singular to a denomination. When it speaks about the Bride of Christ, it speaks to the issue that there are those who are genuine biblical believers the capital C across what would then eventually become denominations at the time of the of the churches forming it was between the Gentiles and the Jews and they had this melding of tradition that they had to they had to come together under the umbrella of salvation by grace and not by works and not by polytheism they had to meld they had to come together under this umbrella and Paul wrote to this he addressed this in various churches and so did Peter but the matter of the fact, and the simple truth is, and this is really the end of it, is that the things that Christianity is experiencing is because this world hates God, hates his sacrifice, and it is not a, it is not a debate or an argument between atheism or Marxists or anarchists and Christianity-organized religion. It is a spiritual war between God and the adversary known as Satan, and it's that dang simple we can talk all we want and people can reject that. But everything else is just opinion and conjecture. This is absolute. And that's all there is to it.
4: I would agree in terms of uh, uh, just being the two uh, uh, opposing forces. And as uh, uh, Christ uh, himself said, you know, Satan is in the world. And uh, we are uh, all subject to that temptation that same temptation that Adam had um, if you go back to the if you go back to the garden uh, we are also sub- subject to that same temptation and that's why we're we're um, fighting with ourselves in terms of the block blockage between you know where where are we, which side are we gonna which side of that line are we going to be on are we going to be on the side of Christ, or are we going to be against him? And that's—and I agree with—I think John's right. There's a there's a, a a point there where you have to make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Now there are some people that there are some people that, uh, and I'm—I have to agree that I'm one of them—that uh, were religious, and I went through 12 years of parochial school. I won't uh, I won't deny that, uh, but there was a time when I was a was uh, was irreligious is also also and that time in my life taught me that i was missing something i was missing something but it wasn't satan it was christ and so i came back to the church and i came back to my the church i knew and church i and the church i am uh, in and um, i still love so i'm not uh, um, uh i'm not advocating that uh, uh, we're, we're, one way or the other in terms of in terms of being on the line. That we're, there's nobody on the line, but I think John's right. I think there we're uh, what I'm advocating is that there is a, a basic struggle, and the struggle is Christ, like Christ against Satan. It is a good
5: and evil thing, and I mean, I and one of the things I would just add to the and I'd like us to really get back and focused on why is it happening more now, but. There's a huge difference between being religious and being a Christ follower. Yes. And uh, well, I am a religion. testament to that as a, just personally. The, Reli- the, the difference is mind numbing. Religion versus relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, absolutely. Yeah, it's just everything. And I don't I didn't understand that till I was in my 30s. Yeah. And uh, that's why when people don't believe it it just it's just one of those things, okay. You don't have to. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to. Um, but it's real. Um, but, again, I think the, point, the question really is, again, but why is it happening at the degree that it's happening? Because, again, I don't think it has much to do with religion. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the aims of people that are persecuting. What, what is their goal? What do they want? What do they gain by mocking Christians or knocking Christians down? What is, that's the question, what are they looking for?
3: Sometimes it isn't even as much as what, it isn't even as much as what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. It it comes back to what it is from that spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. that is influencing, that is occupying their lives, Mm -hmm. motivating them in their hearts. And this is something that cannot be underestimated. First Peter, I think it's five eight, right? Satan's like a lion roaming around looking for souls to devour, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? This is what he is doing, and if he can occupy the heart and make dark the heart of XYZ Entertainer, mm-hmm. that XYZ Entertainer will do the things that Satan wants him or her to do, but they are looking at it for gain. They're looking at because they can make a buck, because it's popular, because mm-hmm. there's momentum, inertia, all the commodities of this world, and that's all true. Yeah. But at the same time, we cannot take off the table the, the, the fine silver of the reality, and that is that they are occupied by someone who mm-hmm. they really don't want to be occupied by. I think that's where, peop- that's where I think it gets really uncomfortable, because yeah.
5: I agree with you. It is, in, in its purest sense, it's good versus evil. It's a spiritual now, evil war. doesn't have to be you're some <laughs> evil, rotten person yourself as a human being. But it really does come down to good and evil. And I think one of the things I think Dennis Prager says it best, he says, the reason he doesn't like the left is they don't hate evil, right? They hate little things well, that are new well, so a lot of people, people don't hate evil.
0: A lot of people don't hate evil, right? There is by, by the very nature of our existence, there is benevolence and malevolence mm-hmm. Two completely opposing energies. They exist at all times, no matter what. I think that some things in their pure form as benevolence don't even know they're good or they're right. benevolent. It's sure. just the way they exist. The same goes for malevolence. Some uh, some people or uh, you know whatever you want to look at and look at it as energies don't even realize or understand the concept of malevolence that it is simply the <laughs> way they exist. Right. Um, people, I think, are the same, and I agree with John 100%. What we're seeing now and the reasons for it have absolutely nothing to do with atheism. Uh, Mm -hmm. You talk to any atheist, they don't care what you believe in. They just don't believe it. And and, and they're (laughs) happy that, you know what, you found something that works for you? Do your thing. Do your thing and enjoy your beliefs. And if it works for you and it makes you happy and helps you live the most benevolent life you can live, and, and you give back to others around you. fantastic. Most atheists I have met are, they actually operate the same way. To me, that is that's that benevolence that energy, whether it's you know God energy, Christ energy, but that's what that is coming through there. Most of them I have met. So this is not about atheism versus uh, and, and, theism.
3: And, and it's important to note that on a world scale, Anti-Semitic sentiments have never been higher since World War II. Anti-Semitic sentiments Mm -hmm. have never been higher since World War II.
1: I I don't know that I agree that. And that's why I can certainly why do you believe that? And
3: I can live with that. Um, The if you look at the resolutions passed within the United Nations, (laughs) if you look at look at the United Nations, wait 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 for it, the treatment (laughs) of the Palestinian independent state, uh, which is not viable until they form a constitution, until they declare an entire race of people's right to exist. But yet the United Nations, which whether we agree with it, endorse it or not, and Ken, you and I do not, we probably share the same opinion with regards to um, send them to Brussels, vote them off the landmass and and be done with it. Absolutely. I wouldn't have uh, a lot of issues with that. The problem is this though, is that they are still, if you are going to have a barometer of world attitude and opinion, Mm -hmm. that is probably not the end all to be all, but it's probably not a bad place to begin and not something you'd want to just dismiss out of hand. That being said, if all you have to do is look at the United Nations and the resolutions against the nation of Israel mm-hmm. and her right to exist and their support for the Palestinian state, which is not viable because they do not declare the right of Israel to exist. And in fact, some of them do support the annihilation and the ending of human life of an entire state of people. This is not good. And I don't care where, what it is you come down on this. When you take that position, the annihilation of people, that is evil. And it's our inability to stand on what is good and right, to say this is what is good and this is what is not good. The United Nations is clearly uh, anti-Semitic. No doubt in my mind. There
1: no, there's absolute truth to that. The United Nations is not representative of anything except a whole bunch of very highly skilled international politicians. It doesn't represent any kind of a world vote uh, and they make some pretty stupid <clears throat> decisions even against their own precepts the whole idea behind the United Nations is preservation of peace sure they're doing a really bad job <laughs> of that have you yes. noticed I
3: don't <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. so but, it, but the but the issue is though is that this is not this is not a I would love to have a conversation here about the United Nations, but back to the point. We'll, we'll come back to that. Sure. Is that, <laughs> but if you look at the UN and, again, their positions and how they are trending and how the world trends against them, this is a very anti-Semitic time. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's World War II, I'm not saying anyone's going to put them in camps, but I'm saying that there is tremendous, tremendous weight to be brought to bear upon the nation of Israel and her, and her right to exist, and to say nothing of the fact that they want the one Palestinian state when it is that if they were to grant it, it would make Israel seven, mi- seven miles wide at its narrowest point. You can't defend that, right? It's an impossibility. <laughs> It's
0: ridiculous. I mean, frankly, if you just simply look, if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the Bible and look for history, or if you actually want to just simply look at Sumerian texts, forget the Bible. You have Sumerian texts; they're there; they exist. Uh, we've got cuneiform; it, it's all there. Uh, the only people who would have, so far as I understand it, and someone jump in and correct me if I'm wrong, and we can get back on on topic here in a minute, but the only people. Would have claim to Israel as a land and a nation, other than Israelites, Israelis, would be the people born of and within the land of Canaan, Canaanites. Canaanites actually occupied the area of Israel prior to Israelites, uh, but Canaanites (coughs) no longer exist. As a people, uh, if you even want to call it a race, they're gone. They're they're, they're absolutely gone they don't exist and within the Bible in the Old Testament in fact God said to Israel um, uh, that this will be the land and the land of Canaan will be yours and I will give this to you and your family You go on and on and on uh, and the, and th- there's no there is no point if you just even and again forget the Bible look at Sumerian text that we have that we've uncovered and it says the same thing it was prior the land of the people known as Canaanites it became the Israelites. They occupied it after the Canaanites were gone. Well, here it is. And there, here, so here they're again. there. I would if, disagree. If anybody, I
4: would disagree with you there. I, I think that uh, we go back to a point where uh, that I believe it was John made earlier, that we the Canaanites were uh, were there, yes, and there were other religions there as well, but uh, the melding of those religions into a Judaism. At that time, was forced upon them by the by the Israelis, uh, um, uh, by the nation of Israel after after its exodus from Europe, from uh, Egypt. So consequently, the the um, um, when they were when they were forced to be pushed out of their out of their own religion or out of their own beliefs, perhaps. Uh, there there they, was
3: there was no melding. Well, there well, there was no melding. There was, there was, yeah, was no there melding. Was, there was no melding. They, they well, were there, eliminated.
4: There, there was. I'm sorry. let's well, see, there, then then where does, I guess my question is in, in terms of, uh, uh, Judaism. I think a lot of people, uh, think where where does, the Islamic state come in, depending on, uh, uh, you know the nation of Islam, and the, and that. That particular area is very strong in Islam, uh, of course, and I don't remember exactly when when Islam uh, Islam uh, came. So, uh, if came wanna in. Get, so, if you want to, so
3: if you want to go back to, if you want to go, if you want to get into that conversation, now you're dealing. Uh, in Gen, you're dealing in Genesis right mm-hmm. um, at the time Abraham who before he had many children was known as Abram mm-hmm. he um, had a relation with the permission of his wife then known as Sarai before she was known as Sarah mm-hmm. after she had children uh, he had a relation with uh, Hagar, Hagar his right. uh, handmaiden to then proceed to have children uh, he yielded Ishmael mm-hmm. and it says in Genesis Ishmael will be a wild donkey of a man um, all Uh, all the world will have his hand against him and he will have his hand against them. This is where Islam comes out of. Islam then coming out of uh, the Saudi Arabian Peninsula around year 750, uh, a young man being raised by his uncle in a tent caravan who was familiar with the tenets of Judaism and Christianity and he just simply decided, well this can't possibly be true and therefore he proceeded to concoct and make his own thing. So those are very disparate events. The, the uh, offshoot of Islam comes from Abram and Hagar not right. uh, pre-existing peoples of Canaan. So there's a great divide. No, I, I understand that. They, right. this. Well, we're getting a good <laughs> biblical. The, yeah, this today. is a we're, good we're still history. But we're, we're, <laughs> the whole point of this
0: was to <laughs> maybe have some kind of debate or, or. John, we've been recording for 46 minutes here. No, don't stop now. We're just getting now. warmed up. I um, oh, no, actually, know. if you guys have time, I don't really care how long this goes and I can even break it up. But... Um, again the whole point of this is why in the heck is it okay because even as non non i don't know i don't want to say non-religious but i non-relationship driven and non-religious as i am at this point in my life i do not find it okay to mock ridicule, belittle, not just Christianity, but any yeah, belief any system, yeah. any any religion, any belief system. A religion in and of itself is simply a word that means a pra- uh, an organized practice of a belief system. That's all of religion. A- a of a belief system. That's all religion is. It does not matter whether it's uh, deity-based or not. You may have touched on
5: something, either, Peter. What consequence is there for making fun of Christians? What Don't, consequence is there for making fun of Israel? Very little right Muslim? now. <laughs> right
1: now, you're you're quick to uh, find yourself surrounded by supporters, right? The reason it's <laughs> happening is because it's can because it can right. Mm-hmm. And it, the thing that I've never been able to deal with properly. How many times have you heard, I disagree totally with what you say, but I will give my life to preserve your liberty to say it. Right? And the people that are, that are attacking the church, being leftist in general, violent leftists in general, if they get control we will have no longer the right to complain about much of anything they will put you in jail for that
3: but what have but what but what do we read from marxism and that the, he made very clear that if you can in fact destroy the family mm-hmm. you can take over the society and the way you destroy the family in the west is you destroy the church right on the money and it's what's well, happening, that's in, that's the what's happening. It's in the playbook yeah
0: i left my phone in the car dang it because there was i, I had saved on it a little bit a little article that i had found where it at a college somewhere, there is a course yep. being taught white on yes, Christianity and white privilege and why mm-hmm. uh, white Christians are receiving uh, privileges they do not deserve. Yeah.
5: I was going to bring that one up because to me that's an example. It's it's anything that's dominant in culture sometimes is under attack right now. If it's if you're the biggest, you're going to be under attack. I think it's part of that, but it's it's also again to me it's a continuation of the victim society. I'm a victim if I'm not this. I'm a victim if I'm not that. I'm right. a victim if I'm not that. Well, guess what? I'm a victim if I'm not a Christian now. And, uh, you know, obviously, the other place that this is where I think this is a lot of this anti Christianity comes from is right out of our college campuses. Mm-hmm. And that's just another example. We're talking about <laughs> we can come up with 20 stories a day, probably, of. Professors on college campusing campuses saying things like that to their students
0: and surprisingly enough. I've heard from my daughter who um, Actually goes to Valpo, which Mm -hmm. is a Lutheran college Uh, they she act she is with in addition to uh, Valparaiso, she's also in the Christ College the Honors College for that uh, for that university there and uh, they have conversations every day they do an enormous amount of reading and talking and going through and you know she there have things been things that she's read in the bible that she's come back and she's wait a minute did i just read this right (laughs) the guy you know did did jesus really just wet willy a guy back to hearing well for all intents and purposes yes you could say it that way He, he gave the guy a wet willy and now he can hear so yeah, that's that's really really one way to look at it, yeah. yeah that's one way to look at it but but yes um so I, I, but I'm, I'm surprised at how open valparaiso is with uh, christianity and supporting people of all beliefs mm-hmm. uh, they, they actually do have a wide range of students from different belief systems they're very supportive of that and they don't chastise they don't beat down but they do well I don't have much of an opportunity to convince you of my position if I mock
5: yours exactly I mean it's just that's and that happens way too much but I just do not believe the way to win an argument is to mock yours and, that happens and that's become, often... the norm, mm-hmm. yep. become the norm these days it's become the norm
1: which means to... they think they're losing <laughs> yeah. right. which we all at this table like to think they are well
0: right. I mean but... at some point someone's going to say you know what enough is enough right. we've had it um, I've had it, you've had it, whoever's had it um, to John's point earlier I think there is something to be said about the the ideology of of evil it's way more prevalent and in my mind, I just call that malevolence. Mm-hmm. You know, good and evil, benevolence, malevolence. It's uh, those are energies that exist. They're very easy. They're to see. They're very palpable. But there is something in. To me, there is something to be said for that. Uh, I I don't like it. It it bothers me quite a lot.
5: It's kind of hard to look out in the world today and deny evil. I mean, That's it's uh, just you you're. I mean, yourself <laughs> so so right
3: so right now you have uh, just very very slowly but surely you have Christ Church and I use that with a capital C as opposed to those who truly have that relationship as opposed to those who are religious or those who say that hey I believe those are really great precepts but I don't accept this deity and whatever mm-hmm. so on and so forth so you have this idea what we just have in Pennsylvania a a uh, bridal shop dressmaker just closed its doors after three years of death threats mm-hmm. and violence because they refused to make wedding dresses for, guess what, a gay couple wanting to get married. Mm-hmm. They said, look, that is in conflict with my with my faith as I'm called to it, and we don't want to do it. Over the past three years, they received death threats, um, vandalism on their property, so on and so forth, and those people who had a relationship, have a relationship with Jesus Christ, decided, we're not going to occupy this space of commerce anymore. We are going to uh, abandon and walk away from this particular part of our lives, this particular part of our ministry to be involved and engage people in, in their day-to-day lives. We're going to walk away from this. And so slowly but surely, we, can't, we, we need to be very conscious of this. The, the actual church, capital C, is being rooted out, is being uprooted and pulled. It's being eviscerated from society. And then what will happen is, is that everyone who will who then says, well, these are great ideas, and we like the ideas, eventually the actual influence of the real church will be gone. They won't be seen. And then everyone will wonder, well, how did we get here? Well, it's because you were lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And out of my mouth I will spit you, so says Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation. I'd rather you were hot or cold. I could deal with you but this lukewarm i will spit you out of my mouth and so that's where we're at and this is what's happening now i think that all all that being said and all the christian thing being said and i don't mean to downplay that or brush it off as insignificant that is the root to the issue of well it's what's you know it's got money behind it uh It has momentum, it has inertia, it has all these different... I don't think you can discard any of the secular things that are going on. I think that there's a lot of at the conscious level, hey, Jimmy Kimmel, I can make a lot of money doing this and his writers and his producers and people say, man, you can make a lot of money. Now, does Jimmy Kimmel believe it? Really believe it? Maybe he does, or maybe he didn't start that way. I don't think we have any idea. I don't have any idea, but he's making a lot of money doing it. And so I'm not saying you can discount those other things. I'm simply saying that once you really peel away all the layers of the onion, you get right down to the core nexus, the size, the head of a pin. It comes back to the fact that this world did not receive its own, hates it, wants to extinguish it. And that's what this thing is doing, and it's between God and Satan. It's that warfare until the final battle, bang. That's it. If you really want to get it down to the nats, but that's it. Everything else is a symptom and a derivative of that war.
4: And I think the other thing too is that, that none of these none of these people who talk, and and are listened to, were uh, uh, they never say anything? Uh, I shouldn't say never, but rarely do you hear anything about hundred thousand or two hundred thousand people that are being slaughtered, that were in, slaughtered in, in Iraq and Syria. In, 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 Christians. Well, not only Iraq and Syria, today, but, every, every, happening day, today every day, today in, in the middle of in the middle of Africa. Yep. Right. You know, there's over hundred thousand are dead over in, in the middle of Africa. So the the, uh, I guess there's there's nothing being said about that. Well,
1: where's the UN on that? Where's the? Uh, How about uh, Burma? You know. It's, it, oh, absolutely. And you, the word Christian never shows up there. It's simply not a topic.
3: Look at you what's know. happening in India. Look at what's happening in Nepal, Christianity. Yes. I get the publications from Voice of the Martyrs. The people, the Christian of faith, the people of faith in India and Nepal are being slaughtered as Hindu nationalism goes on the rise. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a a very dangerous time. Evil is,
1: you don't have to be religious to to, to believe in evil (laughs) and identify it, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly the same positions about what's happening and what needs to be done are taken by atheists that I know who simply don't associate God and some guy called Satan with these definitions. Um, It's... it's, we are trained to to find things in terms of god and satan and that's judeo-christian um i think we're under attack because we are a source of serenity a source of people doing good things and we're the biggest guy in the room that does that and the anarchists want to attack us because we're there with the plus the most tolerant right uh, but the, 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 what they often don't address is they have just as big an opposition from a whole bunch of people who are relatively not religious who have the same precepts about what is a good life and how to you know what is good and what is evil my
3: my, my belief always always was is that and this is this is a side topic my belief always was is that if if the communists okay or the marxists if they could get rid of the west okay and effectively bring it to its knees ultimately it's really going to be the Marxists and the Islamics. then they're going to be the ones that go toe-to-toe to find out who's really got the stones to pull this thing together. That's a whole nother thing. This is what I want to talk about though, is that what's really awesome about Christianity uh, and as a, as, a, as a blueprint for society, you're left your liberty to follow if you do or you don't. There you go. Okay, so here's the issue. I want as a pastor, more so as a man of faith, I want desperately for people to believe because I want them to have that relationship with the Lord and receive that salvation. I want them to be in paradise for all time. I want that deeply for them because the alternative is really bad news, okay? So that, boom, so we can talk about that. But I also recognize the fact that people are completely and totally within their liberty to pursue that. Just as in this country, you're in your liberty to do what is you want to do, i.e. per the 10th Amendment. If you want to move to Texas to live the life you want to live in Texas, great, live it. Go in liberty. If you want to live the life you want to live in California or Connecticut or Rhode Island, God bless, happy trails, go there and live the life of socialism that your heart desires. So you see, it all comes back to the issue of liberty is so important, mm-hmm. and that is what we are losing. And that if that if the anarchists and the Marxists can stamp out the idea of liberty, starting with Jesus Christ and then ending with our Constitution, boom, it's it's a it's a done deal. But I think that on that point we can all agree whether we are of the faith or if we are just simply Westerners who believe in the in the writings of Jefferson and Adams and the rest so Thomas Paine decent can absolutely
0: true we can we can easily agree because that's uh, the ability to live within your liberty is incredibly important to me and and amazingly so it wasn't I mean these are things I wouldn't even have given one to three four years ago um, four maybe five years only, only within the last five years, probably, and even now more that I've gone past that 50 mark, that 50 mark in my life. So I guess it is true what they say: the older they get, the older you get, the more conservative you get. Mm-hmm. No I don't know, but um, it's it's extremely important to me that people be allowed to live within their liberty, and that means they are free to be free from your liberties mm-hmm. and free to be free from my liberties. Again, within the First Amendment, we have the ability to observe whatever we want to observe as long as we can do it peacefully. Mm -hmm. If your belief system, no matter what it is, uh, calls for you to act in a manner of violence, no matter where you think it comes from, and again, this goes back to the, the thing I said earlier, you may think that the violence you're committing is good based on your belief system. But violence in and of itself is inherently malevolent. You cannot coexist with anyone or anything who wants to do you harm.
3: Can I be the devil's advocate to that briefly? Sure, go oh, oh, right ahead. No, really. And so, once Benson put, a person, benevolence oh, has to be rooted in something that is absolute, oh. i.e., I- we say that, well, if you want to maybe help someone assume room temperature, that's a bad thing. <laughs> well, why is it a bad thing? Who says? Who says? I mean, you got 7 billion people on this planet. We're killing species, according to the environmentalists, at a record pace. I would personally actually take the position of Marvel Studios and Thanos, eliminate half of humanity and let things live in perfect balance, right? That's the way it should be. Oh, okay, well, that's not right, because who gets to make the decision of who gets to go first, mm-hmm. right? And so you see, then that gets into the conversation. Well, what are you anchored in that says, well, killing is bad. Well, why is it bad? Well, because I said so. Well, who are you to say so? My conscience is just as right to exist as yours, and therefore I have the right to knock you off before you get to me. Do unto others before they do unto you. No, I don't think that's in the good book. <laughs> um, but you see where that goes, and then pretty soon you step off that cornerstone of truth and faith in Christ, and boom, you slide everywhere. You just, zoom, you go. That's
5: yeah, a slippery level. Great point, John, and that's you mentioned atheists earlier, and I agree. Atheists usually are like, be free, do what you want. One of the things I love to ask an atheist where you're having an intelligent conversation, a conversation is you know what, I base my belief system on what Jesus said. That's where I get my morals, that's what I define, how I define what's right and what is wrong. I love to ask an atheist, what do you base yours on? And I'm really curious. It's not a Slamming questions. It's like, what do you, where, you know, to your point, how do you decide what's right and wrong? And the most common answer I'll get, well, I kind of society kind of decides that. And uh, to me, that means man is deciding it, man becoming God. Um, but I always find that interesting. It's like, it's a tough question for an atheist yes. to answer. I,
3: here's what I base it on you don't have to base yours on that I'm just asking what do you base right now and, 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 and I wouldn't ask that and I think it's a great point Don. I wouldn't ask that question with the idea of trying to convince anyone of anything yeah I'm just curious anyone curiosity. Just curious because I'm very curious
5: just, what do you base it on because right. and, it's 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 just an interesting question to me and I also think it's a hard question to answer for an atheist because yeah, sure. we all base yeah, we'll right what we ahead. think, think we'll on like something okay, sure. <laughs> and I'm just curious what they base it on and,
3: and even within the context of faith even though you even though the Christian will base his or her life on X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard. It's very difficult to do that. So it's, it's like every for, morning when I get every, up, yeah. like every every dang day, right? Mm-hmm. It's very challenging. But that's the but that's the issue of of the wrestling and faith. That's the that's why we go to the Lord in prayer to say, look, I know this is what I want, and I know it, it probably isn't right. I really need you to help me with these emotions. This guy just cut me off. I really want to do something bad to him, <laughs> right? Right? But Except I know I'm not but, supposed but I'm to. I'm not supposed to. Yeah. But gosh, I, oh, can uh, I just I, have this one? Just this one? Can I get him? <laughs> Mulligan. Oh, okay. Can just <laughs> so so, Mulligan? But you see, but that's the wrestling with, and some people they want to run from faith as yeah. opposed to wrestling with and say, "Gosh, I know I'm wrong," and yet. That, but that's okay, because he says, you know something? I know, John, that you're wrong in what you want to do. You want a mulligan. And I know you just did something you shouldn't have done, but you know something? I love you anyway. And I forgive you. And I forgive you. Let's just put that behind us. That just didn't happen. Drag Let's go forward together. <laughs> Boom. That's what, what a concept, as yep. opposed to, oh, I just did something wrong. I need, to get myself, I need to get myself a chain. I need to whip myself with a chain, <laughs> yeah. but I need pens. Mm-hmm. No. That's not the God of love. Anyway, Peter, how's we <laughs> digress. We we, no, actually, no, this is this And we is certainly don't need good. a
4: litigious society to tell us that either. Uh,
1: no. Oh, well said. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That,
4: And, and again, Very another good topic good for yeah, another, another time. Good, right?
0: um, <laughs> you know, this is going to be an interesting one to title. I thought I had this all figured out <laughs> when we started did we, today. We did not to did you, you, you again. <laughs> I don't think we really did because I think what it did, I think you're right. It kind of boils down to... Uh, why has this become socially acceptable? Well, because people don't want it. And whether we want to call that uh, good versus evil, which gets right down to, that's as base and as tiny, and as you said, John, the, the Nat's ass, mm-hmm. it, it's as tiny as you can get that pinpoint, that, 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 that the head of the needle there, the head of the pin. So that, that is right there. Why is it okay? Because we as a society, we let it be okay. Yeah. That That's really all there is to it. Um, so overall, I think this has really been a conversation about uh, how you assess your belief systems and how you participate and how you engage others around you. And it doesn't really... To me, again, I, mean, I don't care what you believe as long as you can act like a decent human being and coexist, mm-hmm. uh, because my, my ideology is I like getting up in the morning most of the time, you know, when when I'm feeling good. Uh, And one of the things that I do every single morning when I get up uh, is uh, to myself, when I get up, no matter what time it is, the first thing I do is say thank you and just start the day with an attitude of thankfulness that I'm up and awake. Um, And again, I've I've mentioned this before, my my grandmother-in-law, who's... uh, um, 100 and she'll be 108 in September if she's still with us you ask her how you how you how are you doing oh, i woke up again damn it uh, that's, that's how she greets today at this point but you know Makes for, a great day. for for me uh, i am i am more than half her junior uh, in my 50s but um i'm still happy that i woke up and and i do John has said before he thinks the reason I enjoy Friday mornings Friday mornings with Pete, the coffee thing we do just kind of has been born out of is I am looking for and want to see
3: uh,
0: something that restores my faith in humanity mm-hmm. I, I I love the engagement with people I enjoy uh, being able to talk and laugh and have fun, I enjoy being able to disagree with somebody, uh, and and still say, you know what, this person is my friend. Um, I love being able to have conversations, even with my own children, where you know we strongly disagree about things, but you know what, still my son, still my daughter, and absolutely love them completely. Uh, same with my wife. There are things that. Um, I'm probably falling more in line with some of my wife's beliefs the older I get. She was she was much more conservative I think than I was to start out with. But it's you know for for many years the only thing she and I had in common were each other and the kids, (laughs) And, and not even music, not even you know it so that's but that's been changing over the last few years as well so um it's done so ahead. yeah
5: there's just something i want to add because it, it back to the root of and i think it was mentioned earlier about how we are as, as christians you know part of our charter is to be tolerant to be forgiving to be to turn the other cheek And now there's different interpretations of what that really means john could probably speak to that better than i could but One of the things that I believe we must continue to do is be tolerant. One of the things that frustrates me in our society more than anything else is the people that are most intolerant are often deemed the tolerant ones. Mm -hmm. I tolerate tolerate when you don't agree with Christianity, you don't like (laughs) it. I will tolerate that and I will love you anyway but I don't, many people do not give that back in return. If you believe those things, I don't, to, I'm not going to tolerate you. And I, I find it so interesting, but I believe many of the most intolerant people in our society are the ones that are often saying how tolerant they are. That is, right. that is simply fact. And, and <laughs> the, the other, entire political the other, party. party. Yeah. yeah,
4: Well, the other thing I, w- I would say to that is that, that, you know, in terms of tolerance, we, even as Christians, um, I know myself as a, as a Christian. I find other Christians who say, "Well, if this happens, I'm going to do that," because it yeah. just doesn't—it bo- bothers me. And I—I I, I say to myself, and I—and I, and I hear myself saying it. And I remind them. I said, "Wait a minute. That's not the way you were—you were taught. That's not the way you were brought up. That's not your belief." That's not your belief system. Tell me the biblical scripture that tells yeah. you to walk away from the does it, right. yeah. yeah, it, it the state mm-hmm. I, And I will remind that person mm-hmm. uh, uh, at times to, I i a very good friend who does this, and he does this this, than once a week, and I will remind him, and um, uh, I will tell him, and state he, and he will the state of he state of the 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 said, of yeah, the if it bothers you then don't volunteer to do it or don't say you're going to do it in the first place. And if you feel like you don't want to do it in the first place or you don't feel like it's it, if you feel it's an imposition then say I'm not going to do it right off the bat. Don't don't come on later and say well if this happens then I'm not going to do it and wait for the wait for that moment.
5: People give up you know, their power of choice ex- almost absolutely. every day. It's like, I I did this because Pete did that. No, right. you did it because you chose to right. do it. Right. We always have that choice. It goes back to the liberty, and it's in, based in Christianity. We have the right. freedom. We have free will. And it always amazes me. People give up that power every day, and it's someone else's fault. Right. It's like frustration. Oh, I'm frustrated because so-and-so. No, you're frustrated because you're frustrated. Absolutely. And I just find that it's just another one of those things we do to ourselves as human beings. It is kind of silly. Um, but it helps with the victim well, I, know very, I know a very good man, in.
4: very good man, who was was a member of our our church and, and uh, well of our our knights group, and um, he was frustrated with something that happened that was not his fault, mm-hmm. um, but was not the fault of the other person either. The other guy was at work, and he kept <laughs> trying to call him at work, and the guy finally said, "I'm not going to talk to you now." <laughs> And he got offended. And so he got so offended, he said, well, I quit the group. Goodbye. Yep. And, and what does that do? What does that say? Does the it, and, and then he goes to another group, and then he's going to be a nice Christian? I don't think
5: so. Well, until somebody I, else bothers I think, him, and then he's right. out of that then, group. Then he's going to
3: find somebody else. So when you come back to that issue of that forgiveness, right. component, that, that right. letting things go, if you will it's not complicated Christian means his first called in Antioch Christ like or little Christ so that's the translation and if you were to be that that is by the potter's hand molded as clay into him his image which is what that means I think we can look at the example of Christ as he hung on the cross and he cried out father please forgive them they know not what they do the point being to the issue of forgiveness 7 times 70 as the scripture reads that's just a metaphorical expression. There is no limit to the level to which we are to forgive, mm-hmm. and that is the thing that the most honest of Christians will say. I wrestle with it mightily. I do wrestle with it, and it's okay to be honest and say I wrestle with it because that means that well I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. I need Lord. I need you to take this off me. I want to do. I, I want a mulligan. He says I don't want to give you one. I want you to do. I you know I want you to be like my son. In his image.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, Not forgiving is like drinking poison, right?
5: Yeah. And, and I think, John, you mentioned earlier one of the things that I, part of the Christ like that I want to be is I don't, my, I don't want forgiveness to be, you know, don't, don't take that as weakness. I stand in my truth. I still forgive you, but that doesn't mean I agree with you. Um, and I think that's another opportunity for us in our society. I can love you and disagree with you. That's right. okay. Um, I don't
3: hate you because I disagree. Well, that's with you quite the premise the of this group. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. so much of what we see on college campuses, as was mentioned earlier, is that, that yeah, we believe in diversity of opinion so long as we all agree. I will tolerate you as long as you agree with me. Right. And as soon as you don't agree with me, then there has to be a consequence, mm-hmm. i.e. there were Christians that were booed out of a uh, out of a uh, safe zone on a college campus out in ohio wouldn't say for last, the christians wasn't apparently. safe wasn't safe <laughs> <for> them, so. <laughs> that's right well we're at hour and 15. we're here. we're now we're yeah we're at an hour this is gonna
0: this is gonna take a long time to edit but thank you all very very much i really appreciate you joining me here this morning episode 13 and we'll just keep it going and going and going um We'll also figure out uh, what we want to do as far as uh, maybe a different recording day or time or whatever. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens. And also, to Ken's point before, and Ken actually just had to go, we've not had any opposition in voice. Um, I think probably for, you know, other than John playing the role and then today's topic, I actually am I'm a little bit of a different line than, than most everybody at the table. But uh, I don't know if these are going to be contentious conservative conversations (laughs) to evolve, but um, we just don't seem to be finding people who want to come. And to your point, either believe what I believe or or I don't tolerate you, we don't seem to have people who actually want to come with the other mindset that that, 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 uh, what's labeled as the leftist or liberal mindset or whatever. Yeah, I'd say well, they don't want to it. I, ask well, if I thought, thought the asked people, people on had the left to join this; they know, wouldn't want to yeah, because we're not finding them. And Ken has even asked a few people I and said, them? "Oh no, no. Why would I do that?" You know. Yeah, but uh, so, you know, we'll we'll see how this continues to evolve. But thank you all very much. Give yourself a little round of applause. <laughs> and uh, it was a nice smattering. I will see you guys next. Don't smatter.